Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm so happy we get a chance to just take a break to pause and breathe in our busy day so that we can restore the peace and the joy that God wants to breathe into our lives and refill our tank. I'm the author of Sweet Life Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. It's my newest book I wrote to empower you in your true worth. As we go about life, we go through many different ups and downs, through the valleys and the mountaintops. And I want to encourage you, if you're going through a time where you're in that valley, you're not alone. So pick up a copy of my newest book, Sweet Like Jasmine. I take you on a journey where I go back to try to find my childhood home in San Francisco Chinatown. My mother was a mail order bride from Hong Kong. My dad was a busboy in a noodle shop, and he left me when I was seven. I've always wondered, why did he leave? And when did we first come to America? I always wondered, but never took that courage to find out the family secrets that I was told not to ask about. But when I had my two boys, Josh and Caleb, I named them after the two spies that went into the promised land because I wanted to start a new story, a new legacy of faith with Eric, my husband. But once I had my two children, I realized one day they'll ask me, where is grandpa? And when did we come to America? And I realized I needed to go find out the answers. So this story is a very fascinating story. I want to encourage you that many of the things that seem like missing pieces in our lives, God cares about our stories. It's amazing what I discovered. I want to share those lessons of faith with you to empower you. So pick up a copy and you can get a Stories of Faith journal so that you can also capture your stories of faith to pass on to your children, to your friends, and even with you and God together, rewriting stories of faith. Go to sweetlikejasmine.com. Our topic today is about anxiety. You know, anxiety has some stigma attached to it. In our culture of faith, we feel if we know God's word and we trust in God's love for us, we should have no anxiety, right? Why is it? Is it because we're not trusting God? Well, I actually want to say to all of you today and to my own heart that it's because of God's love that we can confide in each other about the things that bring anxiety into our lives. That's why God says, I've given my Holy Spirit to you. And his name is the Comforter. The Holy Spirit comforts us. We're not to be harder on ourselves, but more gentle with ourselves. I talked with us about this in episode 14. We also talked about being kind to ourselves as we deal with depression. And then in our last show, we talked about God's guidance. How do we seek God's guidance? Well, today I want to talk about anxiety and what are some of the things that we can do, simple actions we can take. Well, when I first got married, I wanted to make something special for my new husband when he came home from work. Now, I grew up 
in a Chinese family. And so I actually knew how to cook lots of yummy Chinese dishes. But up until when I met my husband, he's Caucasian. And he, as much as he loves Chinese food, he doesn't want to eat it every day. So I had to learn to make some new recipes, learn to cook pasta. And one thing that I know that he likes, he likes and he liked is barbecue chicken. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to make barbecue chick for, chicken for him. Now this was within the first week that we were newly married, but I had never baked chicken before, friends. Now, if you wanted your chicken stir fried or stewed in a soup, that's no sweat. I have paid my dues cooking as sous chef under my Chinese mom growing up. I know how to tackle a whole chicken with cleaver, giblets and all, but I never baked a chicken in the oven. Now I wanted to surprise Eric, right? He's my new groom. And so I decided to make that baked chicken. I brushed olive oil on the chicken, read the recipe. It says stick it in the oven. Easy enough. What threw me off wasn't the prep. The recipe called for this chicken to be baked to bake for 40 minutes. My husband was due home in 20 minutes. Oh no. You know, when you cook Chinese stir fry, it's really fast. It cooks really fast in the wok. So I didn't know it was going to take me 40 minutes to cook to bake chicken for Eric, but I only had 20 minutes left before he was going to get home. There was no way I could shorten the time. Wait a minute, I thought maybe I could. The directions call for an oven temperature of 325 degrees. So I solved the problem by cutting my baking time in half, by turning up the temperature to 500 degrees. <laughs> With a sigh of relief, I set my egg timer and hurried to jump in the shower when I was interrupted by the ear-piercing shrill of the smoke alarm. I jolted to the kitchen in my towel, leaving behind a wet trail and flung the oven door open. Black smoke fumed out. Oh my goodness, friends. I forgot. Even paper bursts into flames at Fahrenheit 451 right? The chicken was definitely beyond done. You know, cooking isn't the only area in my life that I've tried to hurry up time or solve problems, or I wish things wouldn't take so long for God to answer my prayers or show me the way out. Do you feel like God is taking a long time to answer your prayers? Are you in a situation where you're down in the valley and you're wondering, God, why are you not providing a way of rescue for me? This creates anxiety. When those things pile up, maybe they're not even big things, but the little things add up, don't they? Those everyday things and things that give us anxiety, they're going to touch one of these three areas, work, career, school performance, or health or relationships. Which one of these, as I list them, and you're hearing me share them, is causing you anxiety today? I'll list them again. Work, career, school performance, health, or relationships. You know, like I was saying, waiting for an answer prayer for God's plans to come up to fruition, I try to help God out by making things happen faster, just like that chicken I turned up to 500 degrees. 
I try to hurry up, turn up the heat, double up on commitment, passion, and planning. I burn out, but I end up getting really, really anxious. I'm so preoccupied by what I want to happen next, or I'm afraid what will happen instead, I miss out on the peace God has for me today. We need to be re-inspired. Do you ever feel burnt out? Do you feel like anxiety is just creeping up on you? Or maybe you didn't even know you were feeling anxious until suddenly your body is giving you signals. Well, does it mean that your faith is flawed? It just means that maybe we're not so in touch with what our capacity is. You know, sometimes you might be like me. We just have two modes. It's either on or off. It's hard to be in the middle, isn't it? It's tempting to survive. It's tempting to just strive to make things happen now, right now. We don't want to wait. It's like suffering, isn't it? We want things to happen now. And sometimes it's very hard to stay in the present. We're so afraid of not doing enough. We adopt the strategy of doing too much. And this is a cause for anxiety. It generates anxiety, but it really satisfies our soul. You know, the psalmist really relates to this as well. The psalmist says, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. For he gives to his beloved even in his sleep. Anxious toil. I really relate to that word. Does that word relate to you? Does that resonate with you? What's interesting, the psalmist says that God gives to his beloved in it, even in his sleep. It reminds me of Adam. You know how Adam, he was sleeping. God laid him to rest, to sleep while he was able to provide for Adam and created Eve. We can become so preoccupied by our questions of tomorrow toiling that we can really miss out on how God can rejuvenate us. We don't live one day at a time. So when we're talking about anxiety, I really want to encourage you that just like the Israelites, you know, they had something called manna. Manna, it's called, what is it? Every day, God would bring manna to them. And God told them, gather of it every man or woman, as it applies to us today, as much as he can eat. Some gathered much and some gathered little. When they measured it, he who gathered much had no excess and he who gathered little had no lack. This is a beautiful encouragement for us, those of us who just toil. It's so easy to slip into that. It's very human of us, right? But God says, beloved, gather just what you need right now for today. Only what you can do today. Leave the rest. God will send fresh manna again tomorrow. Here's a verse for today. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Those two things are very powerful to know that God is going to send something new, a mercy new every morning for us, just like that manna that the Israelites would wake up. They would be able to see what's there that God sent them. 
every day. God will send us something new, but just enough for one day, not multiple days or not solving problems beyond our day. Great is your faithfulness. That is the encouragement that if we remind ourselves that God is faithful, he's not going to abandon us. He's not going to just leave us in the dark. He's guiding us. He's leading us. What is that one thing that you can do today that is related to the thing that you're anxious about? Remember I asked you, what is one thing that you're anxious about? What is one thing you can do? Only do what you can for today. Well, what is it that we can do to help reduce the amount of anxiety that we're experiencing because our bodies reflect that anxiety? I want to share with you a couple of things that we can do. These are simple actions that you can take. One of the things that can help signal to our body that we can calm is aromatherapy. Our feelings are connected to our body's response. So when we feel overwhelmed, our God-designed nervous system alerts us with fast heartbeats, triggering stress and anxiety. Just as Jesus' loving presence calms our spirit, God has given us some natural sense that also can signal calm to our nervous system. Our sense of smell is linked to the feeling part of our brains. Our brain has an analytical part of our brain, and then there's the feeling part of our brain. And science shows that the aromas Fragrances powerfully affect our emotional well-being. A study of female nursing students found that the fragrance of lavender. Do you like lavender? Oh, I love lavender. During this time of the pandemic, we've been walking a lot outside, walking in places in our neighborhood farther than we'd ever walked before. (laughs) And I was able to find some lavender right along the walkway. It smells so wonderful and beautiful. Well, lavender has shown through science, it improves depression and insomnia and lowers anxiety. A Mayo Clinic research found that smelling orange oil, citrus, for five minutes reduced stress and anxiety responses in vital symptoms after participants took a test. So after the participants took a test, they would uh, just smell orange oil and they found that their anxiety responses were lowered. Peppermint also soothes headaches. I remember my grandmother, Papa, which is grandma in Chinese, she had an ointment that was peppermint oil. And I remember when I wasn't feeling well, she would rub it on my back and it would just really relax me. Do you have a memory of something that's peppermint that is soothing? Well, it's scientific also. It also boosts memory and lemon, the scent of lemon energizes. What calms you is unique to each person. So experiment, just explore what different scents can help bring calm and help signal your body for that. The last thing I wanted to give, just another one that can be really, really helpful is decluttering. Decluttering. Declutter a small space 
You know, it's sometimes overwhelming to think like, oh gosh, the whole house is just so messy. Especially when we are feeling anxious, clutter is kind of the first thing that starts to creep up, you know, because if you're kind of exhausted and tired, it's hard to keep our visual space organized. We're just juggling so many to-dos, don't you think? Well, similar to multitasking, clutter overloads, overloads your senses and it causes you physical anxiety. And you might even find that it just stresses you out, right? A UCLA study concluded that clutter impacts your mood and it leaves people feeling even guilty for projects that are undone, or maybe you have money that you spent on purchases that you haven't really used. Well, keeping those things around actually triggers anxiety and fatigue because it just reminds us of things that we might feel guilty about. And yet God says, I love you. I have new mercies for you every morning. You don't have to hang on to guilt from the past. I have something new for you every day, new manna. So decluttering is also an act of faith. Just take a small space that you want to declutter and you'll find a burden lifted, decluttering and purge what doesn't spark joy. Okay, so those are two ways. Obviously, anxiety is a very complex, it's a journey of healing. And um, all the soul care tips that I've given to you on each show will help with anxiety. But I wanted to highlight these two. Next time, we're going to be talking about quieting the imposter syndrome and dealing with toxic people. That obviously also is a source of anxiety. And so we're going to talk about that next time. So let us end with a word of prayer. All this talk of anxiety, we just want to bring everything to Jesus. We want to bring everything to Jesus. I'm inspired by what Elizabeth Elliot, missionary and author Elizabeth Elliot shares. She said, today is mine. God still owns tomorrow. If we really have too much to do, let us submit the to-do list to God and ask him which items we must delete. And we don't know what to do next. Just do the thing right in front of you. That is what I call a today prayer. God, what is it you want me to do today? What a, maybe I always like to ask, what is the top thing you want me to do today to get something done that I can affect? Second, what's something I can do for my body to help my body restore calm and peace that you've given me, God? What action can I take? That's one, And then what's one thing that I can do to connect with someone else? Because anxiety gets released as we share our lives with others and allow people to walk alongside us. Well, let's pray, shall we? Dear Jesus, change my heart so that I can release my worries for tomorrow with you. Help me to see and surface. What is the one thing that I can do today? And help me to have peace about that because you're with me. Remind me that you have new mercies every morning. Make my heart your home and help me to only gather what I need right now and to let go of everything else. I'm here now. Help gather me close to your heart again. I need to feel your love. Reassure me of your faithfulness. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, 
I hope that you are reminded of how important you are to God and that anxiety is something we can bring to God and it's a journey of healing. It's an exploration of what can return you to peace. It's not a light switch, so it's not something that we have to feel pressure to figure out. Every day, we learn a little bit more about what God wants to do to restore our peace, and that is beautiful, and that is reassuring. I'd love to keep encouraging you, so pick up a copy of my new book, Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness, and I'd love to share more stories of faith with you as we gather together the stories that shape you and that you can feel empowered to be God's beloved. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at the Bonnie Gray. Subscribe to my soul care newsletter. I can share tips with you at thebonniegray.com. Remember that you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. See you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. God's word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.